listen, same vision is for equal rights and justice for the people them. What's happening to this beautiful world that we're living in? World citizen, lift up your voices. People Powered Planet Podcast is a project that was initiated because of a movie we made about world citizen number one Gary Davis, a fellow who for 65 years of his life lived as a citizen of no nation of just the entire planet. And uh, he had incredible experiences with Albert Einstein and Eleanor Roosevelt and uh, Camus and Sartre and all the and famous people and, and masses of people around the world who helped build the citizens movement, which helped pave the way for the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and to inspire the founders of the uh, Council of Europe, uh, the Parliament of Europe. And uh, he envisioned uh, that we would have a People's World Assembly for the planet where we could begin to create some better ways to govern our world. Uh, the, today we have as our very special guest, uh, Dominic, who is with uh, Jacoustics Band, and, uh, and we'll be starting out talking with him, and then we're gonna also talk with Randy Seal, who did the other World Citizen song in our movie, The World Is My Country. Uh, so welcome, Dominic, to our show. Um, we would love to uh, hear a little bit more about how uh, how you got started in, in, in music and and, uh, uh, and and how you see music as being a, a tool for helping uplift humanity. Uh, hello, folks. First of all, nice to be on the show. I feel very nice to be here. So um, I, I was um, introduced to music through my family, actually, when I was quite young. My father was a singer, and, and so he kind of, there was always music around. And when I was a teenager, I started to play guitar and at some point I started writing my songs influenced by the things that I was experiencing in my life abroad and so um, more and more songs came to pass and then I, I just felt a very strong power within the music so I, I just wanted, I dreamt of doing this like on a professional level and maybe at some point of my life being able to to, to make a living from making music and so that's how I got into music. And ever since I, I, I started embarking on that journey with music and, 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 and seeing like how much power is within music and what it can do with people, what it can do in terms of uniting people, what it does in terms of making language so relevant as music is such a, such a power, which sometimes doesn't even need words as people would, completely understand what you're talking about so yeah well, music is music is definitely fact. part of the world citizenship movement a very important one i would say we we are one and that when we get together we have that power to begin to change the world um i also wanted to ask uh, dominique tell, tell dominic to tell us a little bit more about uh how uh where were you born and what were the places you traveled to that connected you to feel uh like a world citizen? Well, I was born in Germany on uh, 4th of October, 1978. And then um, I, and my father was a German diplomat. And that's why we started moving from country to country. So I went to Mexico when I was about a year old. Hmm. We stayed in Mexico for three years. Then we moved to West Africa. Where in Mexico were you? Excuse me? Where in Mexico were you? Because Mex I'm in Mexico now. <laughs> Mexico, Mexico City. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then uh, we moved to to Liberia, West Africa, for three years. Then we went back to Germany for two years. Then I went to New York, 
for three years. So to the States, and then from the States, we moved to East Africa. We went to Kenya, where I spent five years. And then I went to Egypt, where yeah. I spent another two years. And I graduated in Egypt at the German school. And then I came back to Germany in 1999. And I've been here ever since with the like pauses of being on tour on all different continents of this world. <laughs> so, uh, so in your song, you talk about let differences unite. Uh, I guess the different places you traveled, you must have found a lot of differences in people, but what was there that you united them? Well, basically being human is what unites all the people. Because at the end of the day, I may, I've made so many experiences traveling to, to, to different countries and really going into places where people would not be assimilated to like Western cultures, you know, and, and people would not be able to talk to me in their language. I wouldn't be able to communicate with the people with words. But it was so amazing to see how little words you sometimes need to go into a profound connection with somebody. And at the end of the day, we're humans. We, we live in different cultures. We live under different circumstances. But, it, but we're still, we laugh about same things, no matter where you go. And that's something which connects everyone. And if you can laugh with somebody, sooner or later, you will be able to get into an in-depth conversation with somebody that goes beyond only fun. Wow. Well, Randy, you also are living in Mexico, a country where uh, you don't really uh, uh, speak the language that well. Have you experienced what, he, what uh, Dominic is talking about in terms of connecting with people and laughing together? Yeah, I've traveled quite a bit besides Mexico. And when I do, I, I try to find places where the, the local people go, are, not, not just the tourist stops because you get the, the culture better, you get the, you know, the, the, the camaraderie. Hopefully, um, they will appreciate Americans where you visit. Um, but, but in the meantime, I, I, I found that we are all the same and, and, and it's all equal, you know? And, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, just, it's just wonderful to, to visit other places and see other cultures and to get along with them. And usually it's very easy if you're positive and, and kind. Well, I'd, I'd love for you to just take a couple of minutes to tell a little story about, I mean, you were a kid, you, you had your big hit wonder, Incense and Peppermint, when you were 17 years old. But when you were, uh, when you had the delivery route in the Watts riots, was that before or after your hit song? That was before, that was my one of my first jobs. I had a paper route and then I was able to, other than teaching drum lessons, I started playing when I was five, but, um, it was, um, I was doing a, for a friend, uh, Heliarch Torches, and I had to deliver in Watts, and it was during the riots. And um, I don't know, I, I was what going happened, through- What happened to you then? And, and, and the three guys stopped me, and they said, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm working, I, you know, that this is my, my first day on the job, and I need to deliver these torches. And they said, well, you're not allowed, you know, we're not you know, allowing white people right now. And I said, well, you're people, well, I'm people. I said, what's the difference? And he said, you know, no, it's just, just, just bad timing. You know, he said, you have to leave. We are, we're going to have to hurt you. And I went, oh, no, I don't know. I got to go to work. And, then, and so they got a little, you know, they stood up to me. And so when they, they did, I just said, you know, can you do this? And I went, and, and they went, what do you mean? And I said, well, you got rhythm. You're, you're black, you know, I'm white. I got rhythm. But can you do this? So at, at a, taking the anger, I started bringing in music and camaraderie 
to, to try to uh, put us together and, and you get them out of the thought they were into. Maybe if, in, in any way, so the, the, one, the one guy was a leader and the other one was following. And he said, I can do that. And he, he did it. And I went, okay, now can you do this? <laughs> and so, and he goes, yeah, I can do that. And so anyway, then the other guy, and he was called Big Red, Red Redhead Black Boy. And um, he, yeah, he just goes, you know, you're crazy. And I said, no, I'm having some fun right now. How about you? You know, and he said, yeah. He said, you're okay. You're okay. You go. And if anyone bothers you, you tell them Big Red told you to, you know, you're okay and to see me. And I said, okay, thank you, you know, but it took that, that getting away from the, the, the hatred and the animosity and what, what just, and it, it was only rhythm, it wasn't totally music, but even just rhythm can bring people together really quick. And uh, that's what it did. And so it was, it was a good day. Now, many people, you know, in such situations have ended up, well, we've heard about the, you know, one of the other guests we had was a, uh, he was, his son was a pizza delivery person and got killed by a gang there. And, and later, this, this incredible guy ha hired the kid who had killed his son to go with him together around his schools talking against gang violence and about building peace together. So people, an amazing story of forgiveness, which we'll come back to another week here too. Uh, but what was your experience, Dominique, of the power of music at the heel? Have you ever had any situations where, uh, where you've seen that kind of power that Brandy was talking about of uh, using music to disarm and to get past potentially dangerous situations? Well, mm, yes, definitely. I, I've had situations where, where music would like instantly um, loosen tensions between people. For instance, if, if like, if somebody, if, if you would see people like having an argument or you really start feeling like an aggressive vibe between people, somebody would just come up and start singing. At first, like people don't even notice, but at some point you feel that something is changing in the atmosphere as if like the singing means a sort of cleansing of the bad vibrations. And that I've, I've seen a couple of times. And basically every time I'm, I'm on stage, I feel the power of music, especially when you see like the, the energy between the people starts rotating and it kind of starts accelerating and it gets like to a degree where you, where like everything is just happening and you're not even consciously having a, a conscious thought. I know I'm sure like Randy knows that from being on stage when you're like so into playing that basically you get off stage after two hours and you feel like, yo, what? Those are two hours of time? That felt like a 10 minute meditation. Yeah. You know, so so there's so much power within music. Also, like if you consider something like an example, like if you if let's say you you have like a, a very strong connection to a to an album, like one of your favorite albums, and you and and you connect a certain experience, whether it may be good or bad, with this kind of with this music, and then you don't listen to this music for a long time, and suddenly you listen to that song or this album, and and it throws you back in time immediately as if like this time didn't even exist. You just reconnect where you disconnect with the music. And that's the same thing that happens with music and intention situations. It just loosens everything and brings back the people to where they're actually supposed to be. And that is a peaceful way of treating each other. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we all know uh, and we've all experienced the power of, uh, 
of music to to not only heal but to give you a certain immortality i mean how many people have been brought together by john lennon's song imagine and uh, how how much how many more people will will be connected by that into the future uh, how did you resonate with that uh, each of you resonate with the song imagine how did that touch you well for me it was, it was so open minded compared to the normal <clears throat> normal thoughts you get with religion and love and peace uh, and humanity um, and, and it was it was so wonderful to, to say that everybody is the same and imagine if there's no religion I mean um, it's, it's just an, an incredible thought uh, to, to bring everything down to equality yeah it's such, kind a, of such a simple religions in the name of, of someone who said love your enemies for example have been used to kill <laughs> to kill massive numbers of people and you know just the opposite of what sometimes the uh, founders uh, the the the, uh, uh, the great great spiritual teachers that all some great spiritual messages to learn have instead been used to divide us and and, and kill each other dominique any comment from you on uh, imagine yeah, it's so it's so, it's so powerful because it, on on one hand it's so simple that everyone everyone can relate to it, but on the other hand, like everything that becomes solid needs imagination first, right? Everything that we try to change or try to develop in globally or in our personal life needs imagination. Einstein said, "Imagination is more important than knowledge." Well, that's a, that's a beautiful, beautiful statement. I think that's the whole idea behind you know, Gary's whole thing is that if we can first imagine a people-powered planet, if we can create that vision in our heads, we can do it. I mean, every single invention around us, all these buildings behind me, every one of them, somebody imagined it first. And then out of that imagination, people were able to put that together and, and create it and everything around us. So uh, clearly, imagination is the key. And uh, you, you're helping us imagine. How do, how do you think your songs, uh, uh, your song World Citizen has helped people imagine something different? Have you ever had uh, people come up to you and talk about it? And has that somehow touched them to, uh, to imagine something different? Oh, very often, very often. It's either people coming up to me and saying like, yo, you know, um, th this song really touched me. Like, I really love the song. Every time I listen to the song, it brings joy to my life. That's like, I mean, you can't, do something nicer than that with a song, I guess. And on the other hand, discussions came up, interesting discussions about what world citizenship really means. And, and you know, for me, like world citizen, like my approach of world citizenship, like making these experiences of growing up, like in all these different countries from when I was a kid, was that basically true world citizenship is a state of mind. So being living in Kenya in East Africa, for instance, at some point I realized, okay, my home is basically a state of mind. My home is in my head. That means wherever I am, I can feel home, but I need to be the one opening up for it. If you go somewhere close and you expect people to crack you open, that's what people always um, combine with religious awakenings, like to crack yourself open, but maybe that's not even necessary. If you have like a, a, a genuine connection to yourself and, and to the people around you, you don't need to, to, to be enforced to do something like loving or embracing a stranger. 
Well, I love that. I love that. That uh, also reminds me of, of watching, of listening to uh, Trevor's audio book, Trevor Noah, about his incredible experiences growing up and connecting. And indeed, I think you're right that world citizenship is a state of mind. And that, uh, Randy, once we step into that state of mind of world citizenship, what power does that give us to help uh, to help fix this damaged world or, or, or to create something new? What power does that give us? What well, gives us the power of not just relying on the government, that the people themselves are, you know, at stake. We are, we are all at stake. And we need to have this thought that, and we're all one, so we can stop fighting for one thing. And, and what a wonderful thing that would be. I mean, there'll always be ego and greed, but usually it's, it's just not worth killing for, you know? And when we, when we can evolve to that, and being a world citizen and, and bringing everybody encompassed in, like you said, hugging a stranger, no matter where they're from, no matter what color they are. Um, it's a, to me, it's a, when I heard about Gary Davis um, from Richard Crawford, he was the one that produced your, your pilot for your film. Um, he told me about him and I just couldn't believe it. And I was uh, um, working on a, on, a, on a fire relief concert at the time. I'm putting something together to help some of the families that got burned out in 207. And uh, he said, he's only in town for a couple of days. And I said, well, I have to meet him. I have to see him. And so uh, he's, I said, you know, hold him. I'll get the next airplane ticket. If he can stay, I want, I want to meet this guy. And so um, when, when I did, and uh, it was, it was wonderful. I mean, it was, it was like, or my song is, 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 uh, I really like Dominic's tune, but my song, it, it was more like, um, one of my great greatest days. Um, one day I got to walk through the end of a rainbow. One day I got to see flying saucers over the ocean. And one day I got to meet Gary Davis. Um, it was one of those amazing days. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just uh, uh, June 27th was his, I mean, July 27th was, would have been his, uh, I guess, 99th birthday. Is that right, Molly? It would have been his birthday. And uh, he passed away in 2013. But I think uh, those of us who did meet him were so honored and touched. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully our movie <clears throat> helps touch people. <clears throat> Dominique, what were your uh, reactions when you met Gary Davis, uh, not in person, but in our film, The World is My Country? Oh, I was really impressed because I, I had never heard of him before. And Sonny was like, wow, like, who is this guy? Yeah, I mean, he has such a such a wonderful aura. I think you know he's so he, he like he's so he, he he's he's a small man, but he's so you know you can feel the energy even like in the videos where he's very old already. And I just thought like when I when I saw the movie afterwards, I was thinking, yo, you know, there were times I remember like where I would would not necessarily be very optimistic about individuals being able to change the world as individuals to something good, whereas you have a lot of individuals who can do a lot of harm within no time. So I was always kind of thinking, okay, that's not even possible, but it is possible. And Gary Davis is such a perfect example that one person with the, with, with, with the true, true ambition and like an, in a way, a sort of innocence, which you need in this kind of world, if you want to like try to, to, to establish something like world citizenship, it's just amazing. It's just a great inspiration, I think. 
Wow. You know, I think a lot of people should should know find out who Gary Davis was because he's the proof to all the people, including myself, at a certain point in my life at least, that individuals can really change something big and get and get a rock roll in. Wow. Well, I do hope that's a very good point, and it it, it touches me. And I do hope people will come to <clears throat> theworldismycountry.com and get to watch this uh, this inspiring movie. Uh, and the, the 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 cool thing about him, as you said, is he had such an innocence. I mean, he was he was just an actor on Broadway. His big moment came when he got the stand-in for Danny Kaye, and it was coincidence. Yeah, you know, yeah. thousands of people, <clears throat> and then he finds himself. Boom! World War II comes along, and he's in a bomber plane, ordered to blow up people in their homes and schools and factories, and his own brother is killed. And he says, "My God, why? Why wasn't weren't the people who killed my brother arrested? Why wasn't I arrested? I I blew up kids' families. This is crazy." And he came back, and he realized that inside countries, it's illegal to kill people. Outside, it isn't. That's anarchy. Outside, you get a medal for it. You know, this is crazy. And he said, all we have to do, it's not that hard, folks. All we have to do is just have to become, establish ourselves as world citizens and just add the same laws, outlaw killing people. You don't have to go through complicated things to stop war. Inside nations, it's illegal to kill people. Yes, people still commit crimes. Yes, there may still be uh, even riots and so on. But you, if, if you have a advanced progressive policing, which if you look another at another one of our podcasts with Chief Donald Grady, who who brought warring police forces together into one, and has an incredible podcast at theworldismycountry.com/club, an incredible podcast about how policing can be done in a way that is is so uplifting and humanitarian, and empowering for everybody involved, where where people get to express their rights. Anyway, if we think about once we realize we're citizens of one place, we can solve these problems. All the problems that seem insurmountable are insurmountable because we're separated. And once we come together, we the people are the superpower. We're the, we're the force that can change things. And the fact that he, as one man, helped trigger the passage of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, you'll see that in the film, you got all the nations of the world unanimously voting for this. Not, he didn't, he didn't start that, Eleanor Roosevelt did that and lots of other people, but what he, it looks like happened the day after he had this huge rally with 20,000 people, the Soviets dropped their, objection they've been at two for three years uh, and they said okay let it get passed and uh, it got passed unanimously so yes one person can spark a shift in the world uh, and I think your music sparks shifts it plants seeds in people that that help change things um, let's talk a little bit more about uh, what did you think Dominique of, of Gary's idea that uh, it's not uh, government that not the existing governments have to change things, but we the people realizing we're the sovereign to create something new, a, a not a not the old kind of oppressive government, but sort of a people-powered interactive system that brings to the top the highest and best wisdom of everybody in the planet. How did that, those ideas sound to you? Well, you know, like we're talking about democracy, right? <clears throat> which Which people always consider as being like a system where the people basically tell the leaders what to do. That's not the reality. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. Because basically the people vote representatives that are being represented and being influenced. So I don't really see like a real democracy actually happening because if people would really be able to 
make have influence on much much more this like vital decisions that are being made like on a world political geopolitical economical level things would be different but that's not the reality so right now like we believe we have a lot of influence as a people because we have the right to vote for instance but so many things are being being decided which the people would not want to be that way but they're still happening yeah absolutely right like you know 80 90 percent of the people in the world want to get rid of nuclear weapons for example and yet it doesn't happen and so on but you know i think one of the the really the keys to this that gary realized is he said uh you know why are we knocking our heads against the wall trying to convince these nation state leaders to change when they can't do it they're they're loyalties to the part not the whole they're on the wrong civic level if, if the internet if the universal declaration it, it well the the, the Declaration of Independence says it is the right of the people to institute new government. Gary said, wow, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and do it. And he actually declared a government of by and for the people of the world. Uh, every constitution says that, the Universal Declaration says that, the Declaration of Independence. But nobody actually thought of, well, if we the people have the right to create government, let's just go ahead and do it at the global level. There's nothing to overthrow. There's no other government out there, the United Nations, he tried to convince them to have a people-powered assembly, and, and Eleanor Roosevelt told him, go ahead, if you guys want to do it, do it, basically. That's what she said in essence in her My Day column, you'll see that in the movie, uh, that uh, we, uh, we the people are the ones who have the power to make this shift, and we have these incredible new tools where, you know, he, he said it was old horse and buggy days where you had to send representatives off by horse and buggy to meet in the same room. Now, with the internet, we can all meet in the global room. You know, we're seeing this all, all the world as people are Zooming and connecting. But he said the key is, you don't just Zoom and connect with the people you already agree with, that the more you can Zoom and connect across these political divides and barriers, the more that should increase the, the, the algorithm or whatever that has the impact of your small group interacting with other small groups and others. He called them syntegrity groups, synergy, the coming together like the geodesic sphere of Bucky Sphere, uh, by Bucky Fuller's geodesic sphere, where we're all on top of that organizational chart instead of just the king on top and all of us underneath the king or president or whatever, that in this corner of new uh, synergistic system, we would bring up out the highest and best in each person instead of the race to the bottom that we have with the old, uh, old kind of uh, horse and buggy uh, pseudo-democracy. So uh, yeah, well, we're glad to have your thinking right along your lines and we hope you'll be part of us are continuing to do that. Um, Randy, do you have some comments on uh, on that? Do you have some comments on that idea of us of us coming together from the bottom up and creating something new in the way we govern our world? Um, I'm I'm going to go back to rhythm. Um, one thing that actually brought so many kids together as when I was like five years old in kindergarten. And, and it was how I got started um, with drums. And the teacher gave me the drum and we would parade around the block, you know? And so I, she said, you know, just keep a beat so that everybody kind of stays in time and in the thing. And I went, okay. And then, and, and I had no idea of, about the magnetism of music and how it could bring people together. And when I, I was doing it, you know, I just did it and everything was fine. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to speed this up a little bit, see what happens. And so I did. And all of a sudden, all the kids had to start running and stuff. And I went, wow, this is, wow. You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, what, what, what is it about this 
instrument, this thumping. I mean, it was the beginning of communication in the very old days. They had a big drum and if it was bad weather and stuff, they would go across the villages and that kind of thing. Um, but I just, I just, when, when I got to feel it, feel so many people come together and, and not even want to, they, they, they couldn't help it. It was just something that, that would, was created. And uh, anyway, that's, that's one, one thing that I, I just said, man, I got to do this the rest of my life. And luckily at five years old, I, I made a decision to, to do something, you know, and get good at it. And, um, and, and I'm still just uh, really in, in, enjoy the whole thing. This COVID has really knocked things back a bit. Um, it's, it's, uh, and I know Dominic agrees. You know, I mean, we're trying to do what we can on the internet and, and, and try to do something, but um, you don't get that spark of uh, 100 people, 200 people, 100,000 people feeling the music and you watched it all come together and things like that. Um, I had one, I was backing up a, a, a reggae artist, Leroy Smart, one time. Oh, nice. And uh, he was, uh, we were playing a church in San Diego. And um, I just had, had never, I mean, I've had a lot of great experiences. I've played very huge audiences and things. Um, but this was so magical. Um, there was, the audience was there and he was, you know, copping the groove. And we started, you know, just getting the thing going. And, and the band was kind of swaying back and forth. And all of a sudden, the audience started coming back and forth with the, the feel of music. It was a sit down. It wasn't like they could get up and dance. But the, the energy would just start flowing. And at, at one point, when, and it was maybe just 250 people, um, which was, but this is the biggest reaction I'd ever gotten from a crowd to have the energy of the people actually push me back. When they would come forward like that, the, it, it, it hit me so hard that I was trying to play and I was going, whoa, you know, I was trying to keep my balance. And um, I don't know, it just comes to, boy, if we can somehow do that and have that much energy. I mean, to me, it's like a, a crisis. If we could get somehow all the people in the world to just go, COVID, go away. I mean, everybody in the world say it at the same time. When you have that kind of togetherness and universal energy, um, and, and that's what we need to pull this off, besides a, a very good vaccine, is the universal energy of everybody coming together at one time, one day, and just go, go away, go away. I mean, it is so forceful, it is so huge. And I mean, I, I just felt it with a couple hundred people, just think it was, if it's billions of people. Um, hmm. I don't, that's, to me, it's just, just a way of, somehow we gotta pull this off. We gotta get this and make life more enjoyable to live for all of us. And we as, as a unit, you know, can do it. Um, and being separate or being indecisive is, is, is a different thing. It's, it's, you, you, we need to come together somehow. And that's what this world citizen thing is implying and, and that we're all equal and that we're gonna come together and do it. But then with the communication, like you said, with the computers and all this other stuff, it is so easy if we could all just um, get it together. And like, it would be fun to do something for the whole world to do one thing at the same time to get rid of something or to bring in happiness or something and just try it to see how strong that could be, you know? And uh, I know that it's a dream of mine. <laughs> Dominique, go ahead and jump in on that. I'll let the two of you talk about that a little bit more. Well, the thing is, I, you know, like this, this 
same for me, like this COVID thing, you know, that kind of put everything like at stake, you know? Yeah. But somehow I also believe as I'm an optimistic person, <laughs> I believe that there might be a great chance within this crisis because every crisis has given humanity chances. And I think when was the last time that the whole that the whole globe was literally sitting in the same boat in terms of being threatened by a disease never so there's a had had its course it did but like let's say like on a real completely global scale like covid 19 so i think there's a great chance of unification within this crisis but people need to realize that they, that maybe we need to kind of step out of, out of the comfort zone in order to, to, to reach a conscience. Because conscience usually doesn't come when you're like distracted from your day-to-day -day life. Usually consciousness comes when you make an experience that you haven't been um, in, that you haven't been opposed to. <clears throat> So it, it also like in the movie, what I thought was so, so interesting is that people need to be brave if they want to change something. Gary Davis was brave. A lot of people are afraid to lose, like the, to lose their comfort zone if they want to change something. And I think that's something that really needs to change, that people step out of the comfort zone, that we realize that where basically like indigenous people used to be, like the community would be a small community, would work like a nerve cell. Everything, everybody would be connected with each other, would be one thing, like the flower of life kind of circulation. Today, like also with the social media and everything, we've perverted individuality in a way, thinking that since we like put so much focus on being individual, that like our ego blows up, and we were actually not that connected anymore. So maybe that's where, where, where we need to go back to, like finding a conscious, a conscious culture of all humans. <laughs> you know, like a, a real conscious connection. Thus keeping our, our different cultures and keeping our different mentalities and different languages, but finding, because I'm, I'm also with you, Randy, I believe that if all human beings would focus on one thing at the same time, I think the, the effect could be amazing. Wow. Well, I think the closest we kind of came was with the We Are the World that Michael Jackson helped spark. And I remember that incredible feeling of connectedness around the planet at that point. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I think you're so right there about having to create this culture, uh, this culture of peace. Uh, in our question box now, we have uh, Richard, Richard <coughs> said that, yes, uh, you, we need synergy, he said, but music can bring people together. But they used to pump music into the cockpits of jet pilots to get them to kill and bomb people. And of course, we see m movies with terrible messages about killing each other and murder and mayhem and we see music accompanying that as well so he says it can work both ways uh how do we how do we begin to create that 
that culture of peace you're talking about that uses music to elevate in that beautiful way like uh, like, like like we are the world did uh, oh boy it's it's um boy because because we're we're under the scrutiny of radio and television and the radio and television loves what sells and unfortunately there's a big part of the population that that buys the negativity and so um you know, to get that positive music, it's being done. But to get them to take off the other music and put that on only, um, and then would they have the audience, but then, you know, how can we turn that audience to a very big minority of, of negativity as opposed to how large it really is um, that enjoys the fighting, the, the death, uh, you know. Um, it's there with nothing we can do about it that I know of other than try. Um, but, but far as making that music predominant, so to speak, it's like, um, religion music, you know I mean? That's pretty dang positive. And, um, yet how many people listen to religion stations in, in as a mass? Um, because that's all positive. Um, a lot of people that they love the controversy, and so I don't know how to change that. All we can do is try. Um, and for sure, I think Dominic and I are, um, and many, many musicians and things. And it's sad to see the other ones that don't. Um, but at the same time, um, it's, it's, it's a living, it's a job. And a lot of people do what they have to, to make the buck. Right. Um, and it's nice when you don't have to, or you don't want to. Um, and, and so far, I've been lucky in that, in that field that, you know, I've, I've been able to do that. I've been able to, to say, you know, I know I don't have to do that and stuff. And, um, and, and, and it, but anyway, to, to, to make the music that positive and to have it to be that popular, um, it's going to take a good beat. I'll tell you that, yeah. um, it's got to bring the people together to want to hear it. So, um, but I, I don't know, but that's, that's, that's a tough question, Arthur. Yeah, Bucky Fuller, you know, said we don't, uh, and Gary loved Buckminster Fuller. Uh, he said, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. You just create a new model that's so fabulous that everybody comes flocking to it. So, Dominique, how do we, how do we begin to get together? Maybe you, starting with you and Randy, but with some other musicians, how do we create that uh, new, even, even higher level, we are the world, uh, at this moment when the world is really coming together and ready for something like that? Good question. Well, I'm working on a song myself. It's called Evolve. And um, I'm praying that we will evolve to what we need to do. And I'm, that, I'm, what's that? I'm, I'm, I'm also writing, <laughs> writing on a new song, yeah. which was actually inspired of me anticipating like the, the, the talk we were going to have today. Um, it's, it's called like li basically living the moment. Because like in the, last, in the past few months, since like the whole future is like you can't really grasp where we're going. Nobody really knows how, how COVID is going to develop and how, how, how the restrictions will, will come to pass in, in, in the next months to come. So it's a complete living in the moment feel at the, right now for me. Yeah, well, in this in this moment, can we can we hear it? Is it something you're ready? I mean, no, it's not finished, but are you ready to do a few bars and maybe see, uh, maybe play back and forth a little bit with Randy about it? What do you, what do you want? Do you have something you could do for us? It's something. It's something in German, actually. 
Brad. I don't know if you want <laughs> And children's music, too, that I'm working on at the moment. Actually. Well, any, any song, either that or whatever you think you're ready to, to, to play a little bit of, but why don't you give us a taste of that or just a, a, a direct rendition of you doing the World Citizen song, whatever you feel is comfortable with. I don't want to put you on the spot. I can I can um, sing a bit of the World Citizen song if you want. Oh, okay, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> World Citizen, same vision is more equal rights and justice for the people than what's happening to the beautiful world that we're living in. World Citizen, lift up your voices, for you know we got something to say. All we need is the same direction, heading in one way. In this world, we live as one. I know we can make it cause the time has come In this world, gotta live as one We're going in the same direction A real connection out of many we are one oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Long time missing the war for season. Put on the gun to make the love increase. Tired for see the use them, they disease. Make a peace, make we commence the peace in the season. We really need to bring that old thing back. Need more love upon the righteous track. Remember when we used to love like that. Seems like you know, no, remember that. In this world, we live as one. I know we can make it cause the time has come. In this world, here it says uh, I find kids songs and comics share great truths you mentioned Dominic that you're working on a kids song tell us about that well actually I have a, I have a kids music project <clears throat> and I would agree with with that comment 100% basically like like the information we give to kids is, is so important you know and to, to, to kind of like plant a seed in form of knowledge or experiences that you that your kids make and, and it's up to the parents what we like what we offer to our children you know and kids are so like racism for instance if you see kids playing with one another there's no racism they don't have a conscious imagination of what racism is supposed to be that's why like on the other hand like i, I don't think it's necessarily very good to like start talking to to my three-year-old son and telling him hey listen this is racism and, 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 and racism exists because there are people who ideologically believe that people are different because of their skin color. So I don't even wanna plant the thought into his head of becoming aware that kids are, that people are different. You understand what I'm trying to point right. out? You know, and, and with kids, with music, it's, it's such a nice way to, 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 to reach mm -hmm. out to kids and to make them 
enjoy music, like what, what Randy was saying, getting into like kind of a, into an acceleration of, 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 of a meditative way of grooving, of groove, you know, like experiencing music and at the same time getting information that builds up consciousness, you know, that makes the kid eager to, to, to ask more questions, you know, so. Wow. That's my approach of making kids music for sure. Like to entertain the children, give them like a, a rhythmic feeling, but at the same time, teach them something. Right. Wow. And why don't we uh, bring uh, the Richard and others on if we have oh, yes. Yes. Wow. Richard just put on a powerful nuclear conference uh, and he has another one coming up. Uh, so Richard, go ahead with your questions and, comments <coughs> and then close by telling us when they can uh, tune into you. <laughs> Well, I'm just so impressed again with the, the two of you uh, and your music and how it, it can uh, bring the world together and to unite the world and be a positive influence in the world. And I think that there is, as I said, a lot of negativity. Um, we see the protests in uh, Portland. Uh, and you know, if, if we could uh, just turn that into one big party, instead uh, uh, that, that might bring the, the feds uh, into a more happy uh, space um, and instead of uh, inflicting uh, pain on people uh, by shooting tear gas and canisters and whatnot at, at uh, people uh, that uh, everybody could have a wonderful time. Yeah, I like Randy's idea of music that's so powerful they can't stop dancing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I want, I wanted just to say, uh, just hearing you sing the song, Dominic, that was just very, very special. And we feel honored that you were able to just instantly do that for us. And really, my pleasure. thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Um, yeah. So great discussion. Just amazing. And I see that we're at the top of the hour. So um, Arthur, did you want to present uh, what's happening? So next Wednesday, you see Richard Denton there, and he's going to be on our podcast talking about how we move from this danger that we're plunging toward a world, a war without winners, and instead find a way to make us all winners without war. Yeah. And that will be uh, next Wednesday uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And the week after that, we're having Ira uh, Helfand, who uh, is the, uh, also with International Positions for the Prevention of Nuclear War. And he gave a powerful, powerful speech at the Rotary International Peace Conference uh, that really told us that even just, uh, you know, we know an all-out war would destroy humanity, but even if just 1% of the nuclear weapons were used in a very limited nuclear war, it would set off environmental catastrophe far greater than anything we've ever seen with, uh, with, 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 with pollution or any of the other damage to the environment. It would damage it so much that it would still set in motion the effects that would end civilization as we know. It was just 1% of the, of the uh, 70,000 nuclear weapons used. So, uh, but at the same time, he too says, hey, look, celebrate. We made it this far. We haven't blown ourselves up. And we humans have the capability to turn it around. We have incredible power inside of us. Uh, the Rotary E-Club of World Peace, which meets every Tuesday, 6.30 in the evening. Uh, Barbara Mueller, who founded her husband, uh, Robert Mueller, who is the Undersecretary, the Assistant Undersecretary of, of the United Nations, 
says that the superpower is another superpower rising and that superpower is we the people. And once we find out how to connect, as you said in your songs, uh, can go in the same direction. Wow, look out planet, we're gonna create a cool world. So join us every week at the People Powered Planet uh, podcast. And thank you so much to our wonderful guests and to uh, Melanie and Tom for helping with the tech side of it. And uh, we will see you next week.